0: Welcome to Eclipsed, a heroes podcast where two old school heroes fangirls talk about the show and defend its honor. My name is Rachel.
1: And I'm Keisha.
0: And today we are talking about season three, episode seven, Eris Quad Sum. I think I said that right. Yeah. So we don't have any new news, right?
1: No, not even, not even, like, the tiniest thing we can twist into it.
0: No, no new news. Um, It's the
1: week before Christmas. There's never, there's no news in the industry this time anyway, so.
0: Nah, probably won't be until after the new year.
1: If that, yeah.
0: So I'll start the episode off by explaining what the title means, (laughs) Eris Quad Sum, Mm -hmm. and it is the second half of a larger phrase, Arum Quad S, Eris Quad Sum. Which is a Latin phrase often found on gravestones, and it translates to "I was what you are; you will be what I am." So this episode's title is basically "You will be what I am." It's kind of like a I wonder a long version of a mental Mori in a way, if you put the whole phrase together.
1: I wonder who it's trying to refer to exactly. Hmm. Let's get back
0: to that then. I think as the at the end of the episode, if we can puzzle that together,
1: because okay. I was like, I was just trying to think of how that's relevant, but yeah, let's. let's you do will be that. what I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll strike upon it as we discuss. Mm-hmm, mm hmm.
0: So, first thing of note is we get another one of those great new scene in the previous lease, which is Claire finding a Pinehurst card at Doyle's fucking villain <laughs> puppet theater. And Claire's all like, Huh, this name sounds familiar. So little cutscene that probably would have taken place after she took Doyle down? I don't know.
1: Uh, probably. Who knows probably, where that yeah. fits in?
0: So instead, let's dip right over to Africa, where if you remember, Ando and Hiro are with Usutu. And Ando's like, listen, here, you have to go back in time to witness these moments that uh, Usutu had painted of all these different points in villains' past so that he can get an idea of their weakness so he can defeat them. And Hero's like, No, no time travel. And Usuchu's like, you have to either choose your own destiny or have it chosen for you. Hero still just is not having it. It was just like a little setup scene for them. They are barely in the episode. <laughs> it's like here and at the end, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So they're like our little framing device.
0: Yes. And while Hero looks at the paintings that are in the the um hut, he sees a painting of Mohander, Trace- Tracy, and Nathan. Which I almost called her Nikki. As I, when I first wrote these notes as I was watching, I wrote Mohinder, Nikki, and Nathan. I was like, fuck. And I had to <laughs> pass <away from> Tracy <laughs> and Nathan.
1: That's okay. You're just doing what every character on the show is doing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
0: She is my Noah of this season. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yep. So let's cut right to Mohinder in the loft. As we remember, uh, he had Tracy and Nathan in dire straits. They got free. And he's like, I'm not done with you yet. And Mohinder is like, listen, I'm trying to cure Maya, it's not what it looks like, etc. I need you to help me figure, you know, help me fix this problem with you. And Nathan is just like, No. And to that response, Mohinder is like, grabs Maya and just leaps out of the ceiling. <laughs> and that and that's the scene.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a totally normal response from a totally normal guy.
0: Yeah. Because Nathan's just like, no, we're not going to do this. And Hunter's like, and he just like, yoink, smile, <laughs> jumps out of the ceiling.
1: Leaps like a fucking, like, lizard. It's insane. Mm-hmm.
0: That's how you would respond normally, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> For him. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention, um, I think it's funny how the cave paintings that they show back back in Institute little, like, hut. Mm-hmm. It's all for stuff for next week. Yes. <laughs> except for except for the Segway one, yeah. Mhm. So it's a framing device for next week, which is weird.
0: Indeed. But,
1: yeah. Also I just yeah, in my notes I was like, Oh, look at little baby Siler! Yes, little Gabriel Siler. <laughs> He's doing a little kill. Um <laughs> cutting a little hair. So yeah, we'll we'll be getting we'll be getting a hardcore Gabriel back next next week, it looks like so that's cool. Mm-hmm little sweater vest guy. Alright. So, over at Pinehurst, Peter is unconscious, but he's dreaming. And he's dreaming about basically all the fun Arthur Petrelli shit that we've already seen and discussed on here. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, little flashbacks and little moments. Like, oh, dad's dead when Nathan, you know, tells him. And, And then he wakes up and, you know, whoop, there he is, just sitting in a chair waiting for him to wake up. And, uh... I think it's great that he's, um, he's cuffed to a gurney just by one wrist, which is such a diss, because he was formerly, like, arguably the most powerful character on the show, and now it's like, nah, that's fine. He just needs to keep him in one place. It's like, oh, that's that's oof. Mm-hmm. That is oof. That is, a that is like, a, a psychic blow right there. Um, when we see Arthur, he's reading Nietzsche. It's not subtle. Um, you know, the Ubermensch and all that. And so, they get in a little snit, because Arthur's like, alright, you know, are you have you calmed down yet? Basically treating him like a, a child that's had a tantrum, instead of, like, the great context of what's happening. And Peter's like, you can't do what you're doing, I saw the future, it was really fucked up, you're gonna fuck everything up, dad. And uh, he promises him that with or without his powers, I'm gonna find a way to shut you down, and uh, it's so great, because it's like, yeah, it's it's the grander context of everything. But it's also just these two. You can tell from their scenes together throughout the episode, this is how it's been between Peter and Arthur. Mm-hmm. And so Arthur's frustrated that, you know, it's still like this. And uh, he straight up leans into that by telling Peter that until he calms down, he's grounded. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> holy fuck the fucking family dynamic on this show yeah really just leaning into the father son Yep. of it all yep because that's the thing is it just seems like peter's being like no i don't want to do what you want me to do which he's done his whole life mm-hmm. so yeah
0: well he didn't invite him to his graduation party for from you know for being a nurse yep yep um yep we already knew their relationship wasn't the best yeah
1: Oh, yeah, strained at best. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the one who was very encouraging of uh, when Nathan was going to be bringing him down, like, uh, legally. And, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff to deal with now. Uh, I like these scenes between Milo and um, and Robert Forster. I feel like they pop a lot better than some of the other contexts for Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I just noticed that I was like, "Oh, this actually this works. This has like zaz, you know. Like when he's doing other stuff, it doesn't always pop. So, but this, but this works
0: because also Peter is one of the few that'll be like rant at him, you know. They'll give yeah, him the business. exactly.
1: But it's but it's so great because it's like we see other people, you know, try to say no to him, and he's like, mm. but that added, uh, yeah, the added uh, text of their familial past." really brings a little extra oomph to the party. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll pop back over to California. And Claire and Sandra are arriving home after the whole Doyle thing. And uh, there's this really great line that Claire says where she's like, well, you know, we just started in a human puppet show. My dad's working with a Serial Killer and I can't feel pain. So just another Monday, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like. And it's it's such a nice little moment they have uh, in the car, though, because Sandra is so clearly, like, crazy proud and pleased with Claire. And it's like, aw, she's such a great parent. I fucking love Sandra and the Sandra-Claire relationship. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of good moments in this volume, and I'd forgotten how many, good volume, uh, how many good moments they have. And they're heading into the house, but before they do, they see the lights flicker like crazy, like maybe, you know, some sort of power surge or, like, you know, they need to check the breakers. <laughs> and they get in... And the house is all like dim and they see Lyle on the ground and his hair is all fried looking like he got hmm electrocuted. And he just goes, Ugh, bitch is back and who who is sitting in the in the house? Which honestly it should probably have some sort of security system at this point. I, I don't think it even does. <laughs> um <laughs> it's that easy for baddies to break in. Um Elle is there, and uh, she's trying to access files on Noah's computer, it looks like. But she herself is on the fucking fritz. Like, she has like little currents of electricity going throughout her. She can't seem to control them. She's just, you know, in a state. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, poor Elle. Yep. nature hey, leader. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love how Claire's just like, you! Yeah. She's just fully not having this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Like, nope to this. Because, if you recall, the last time they saw each other was the Grand Showdown in Costa Verde. So, where Noah would have been killed. Oh, yeah. Well, not the last, last time, but, you know. She's got a lot of anger in her about it. Oh, yeah. So. It was,
0: um, when they were scattering the ashes.
1: Uh-huh. And she was spying on her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm gonna punch you. Um, yeah. So, L. um... Tries to zap her, but, like, I mean, Claire can't feel pain. Hello, hi. So nothing really happens. And so while they're about to struggle, Lyle gets his grand revenge, which might be the subtitle of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably not, though. Um, where He just douses the shit out of Elle with a bucket of water. <laughs> and it, uh, it shorts her out. And while she's recovering, she's in a very vulnerable state. And she's like, look, I need help. That's why I'm here
0: she had nowhere else to go keisha
1: she had nowhere else to go which we'll get into later and uh and then once again if you recall the last time we saw Elle before she got fired from the company is when siler was trying it with her he was trying to slice her open mm-hmm. and so he fucked her up he fucked up claire he fucked up Elle. <laughs> to say, he's fucking breaking up <laughs> yep. these people left and right he's breaking toys mm-hmm. yep. what a bastard That's what he does How's, um, totally normal Mohinder doing? (laughs) Well, totally
0: normal exit Mohinder made his exit to Pinehurst, and Mohinder is there, and they have Maya on a hospital bed. She's got a hospital gown on, and he's watching her. And Arthur comes up and introduces himself, like, yo, hi, I'm Arthur Pacelli, and Mohinder's all, everyone thinks you're dead. (laughs) And Arthur responds, yeah, that's the idea. Like, yeah, they're supposed to think I'm dead, ha ha ha.
1: He should have been like, how do you know that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you know my children? No. Um, Yeah, they talk about me being dead a lot.
0: (laughs) And Mohinder would would know what it's like to lose a parent. He lost his father. So he Mm -hmm. rightfully asked what would drive a father to put their children through such grief. And Arthur's like, eh, have you met their mother? You bastard. Zing. (laughs) You bastard. How dare you?
1: Yeah.
0: And, um... So Maya isn't doing well, she doesn't really know where she is right now, and Mohinder doesn't quite know where he is either, but he wants to end her suffering. He wants to like take her ability from her. And Arthur's like, well, we'll do it right now. So Arthur goes in the room, goes to Maya, he grabs her, which startles her, but he ultimately takes her ability. and you can just see the whole the bliss and the euphoria that washes over Maya, the realization that her ability is gone. You know, which we we confirm by Arthur having the dark eyes for a moment. And she gets off the table, and Mohinder goes in to go check on her, and she rightfully tells him to get the fuck out. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I don't want to see you get out. So he gets out, and Mohinder and Arthur do a walk and talk. And he's like, whoa, so that's what you can do? And he's like, yeah, I take it all. Leave nothing behind. Mohinder's like, can you do that to me? He's like... Well, do you want to go back to be normal? (laughs) And Mohinder's like, "Mm, not really. Mohinder wants to fix the nasty side effects of what he's done to himself, but he wants to retain his abilities.
1: Of course he does.
0: So they enter a lab and Mohinder gets to see part of the formula. And they kind of explain what they're doing and how their formula has been successful. And they want Mohinder's help to make sure that all the kinks are ironed out of it. And Mohinder questions their agenda, because that's what Mohinder does. He does it with the company. <laughs> yep. And unlike everyone else who tries to sweet-talk Mohinder, he's just like, well, if you don't want to be here, leave. Like, you need us, buddy. You've got freaking scales right now, alright? And <laughs> Mohinder realizes, alright, well, I don't have much of a choice. But he's gonna need test subjects.
1: Yeah, I, in my notes, I was like, he gets all bitchy-mo with Arthur. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's like, meh, there's the door cupcake. <laughs> hey, yep. I'm not gonna beg. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is the exact right response to to disable bitchy Moenter?
0: Exactly, like doors right there.
1: Call his bluff. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, I was like Maya, rightfully so, is like I don't want to talk to you right oh now. My
1: God, <laughs> right? Like ah, oh, geez, the way that whole thing is handled, it's like oh, Maya's been set upon by the third strange man, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, who, who who's you know. Trying to help, quote, quote, with her ability, but then actually does. Yes. And, uh, it's kind of, I don't know. How do you feel? Because I guess, like, Maya's a really good, like, segue into this conversation Mm -hmm. with what's happening with, uh, possible cures and then just what Arthur can do as well. Um, how do you feel about that as a concept that they can remove a power? Um, like, especially when you look at someone like Amaya who just essentially is, you know, just has a, a deadly power. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's, it's an interesting uh, door to open. But yeah, in every piece of media we ever see something like that in, it always gets abused. Oh, of so. course. Like, it would be nice if it could be something where it's like, if you want it, and not something that ever gets forced on people. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, there are some abilities that are just... Uh, just not good they're just deadly they're just harmful so which
0: so far with arthur his main three big things that he's done he's mm-hmm. kind of like the oh we're gonna he's gonna like try to fix storylines um mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. dust a little of season two up slash fix another problem they have because he kills adam that was his first thing so oop. rip there goes a the season two bit uh he takes peter's yep. powers he nerfs him that's a big storyline problem they're having put a band-aid on that
1: i mean we didn't even talk about that enough i feel like last week is that you could hear the writers and stuff talk about that in interviews and at conventions they they honestly didn't know what to do with having peter have all that power mm-hmm. Like, is he just gonna keep getting all the powers like yeah so mm-hmm. i think people were bitter that that happened to Peter, but then Siler stayed essentially the same, minus his season one powers. Um, but it was like, well, it had to be one of them. Like, well, it's like, and if it and if the hero just stayed too powerful, then what? Then why? What is even a threat? So,
0: because with Peter, his whole thing was like, it could just be from anyone.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was just which like is sponge. not Good. Yeah. Yeah, because like we were saying, like, had he been around someone like a Maya? Oh fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. We're lucky they didn't cross paths earlier.
1: Yeah, very much so.
0: Like even now, they're only in the same building.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's 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 interesting because I agree, I agree fully that Arthur is definitely functioning as like a plot mechanism mm-hmm. more than like a character, like a character character. Though you know, we we do get to see um, a little bit more of that, like I said, with the Peter interactions um, in this episode. But yeah, right now he's very much just like a, a thing. That can um, either resolve a storyline or um, change a character. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We do get another instance of him cleaning up season two coming up here in the episode as well. So.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah.
0: He's their rug they're sweeping everything under.
1: <laughs> he kind of is. Yeah. He's their little bottle of whiteout. Like, nope. Mm-hmm.
0: But you always feel like they wanted to bring Arthur in from season one with different things that they've mentioned. Well, absolutely. Mentioned
1: Yeah. It was just a
0: matter of time. They
1: constantly mentioned him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, I'm so torn about Arthur and and I'm going to continue to be because it's not like the seeds weren't planted since season one because they were, Mm -hmm. but he just doesn't have the chance to be the kind of oomph that he needs, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see how I feel as as it goes. He's fine. He's fine. We'll see how we feel by the end of the volume. Exactly. Like I don't hate him. I just felt like he should have been more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate him though. Fuck that guy. <laughs> well, you have reason. Uh, um. So you know, as we mentioned before, the editing choices. We went to from a Mohinder scene to to who? To 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 Sila. Technically,
0: it's to Angela, but it's to Sila. Yeah,
1: but yeah. <laughs>
0: Because we see Angela is still in her waking coma and uh, we get to see her in a dream where she's kind of going around the building until she gets down to where Siler is strapped down where Peter left him because thanks, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And she appears to Siler and she's like, get up. Peter needs your help. And he's like, I can't. I'm strapped down. And she's (laughs) like, you're just laying there feeling sorry for yourself right now and peter needs your help again
1: one of his biggest superpowers i would argue
0: <laughs> yes self-pity and no. he's like peter doesn't want my help and she's like it doesn't matter what he wants it's what he needs so stop feeling sorry for yourself and get up because you don't know even half of what you're capable of
1: which people keep saying to him mm-hmm. and that seems dangerous to me <laughs> it does but i mean i guess they know
0: it works with him
1: uh yeah 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 it is uh like all the stuff that she says works with him and then all the stuff someone else says to him later works with him yes so.
0: because she says after she tells him to get up doesn't know what he's capable of show them why mm-hmm. you're my favorite make mommy proud
1: oh god yeah
0: because he wakes up from his sleep and easily frees himself and then he goes to angela gives her head a kiss don't worry mom i'll save peter
1: oh boy yeah gotta go make mom proud Oh, I'm the favorite. She told me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that he doesn't just open his level five cell door with his powers. He takes it off his hinges. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dramatic. It's so extra. I love that. It. Is Siler. dramatic and extra? <laughs> Her fucking mm-hmm. is. Yep. Oh my god. Just uh, I'm smiling because there's so much to love about this episode. But the, all the Gabriel Petrelli is like excellent. <laughs>
0: Oh, and there's there's more to come.
1: Oh, there sure is. Yeah. Shall we go back to California? Let's go
0: back to California.
1: So, as I mentioned before, Elle is super fritzy. And um, apparently Daphne found her as well off screen. And which, okay, frankly, I would have loved to have seen that interaction more than a lot of things. (laughs) I get like the suspense of like, oh, suddenly Elle's back. But I just would have liked to have seen uh, Bria Grant and uh, Kristen Bell opposite each other because I don't think they even speak to each other later on
0: special guest star contract that's probably it
1: Uh, 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 heroes does it pass the bechdel test no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, not really no um uh yeah so daphne found her and gave her a card and then oh claire's like yeah i have one too bud and apparently l had come to the Bennett house because she's trying to find Noah because he's the guy to ask about this weird shit right he's the guy to come to if you have a problem related to powers or companies and all that fun stuff so she's like I was going to ask him about Pinehurst but obviously he's not there and they float the question of hey what if there's something wrong with all of us and they can fix it because Claire tells her all about the whole like I can't feel pain thing and eventually maybe I won't feel anything at all and Elle is very in character just being like oh boo hoo hoo for you like I'm in pain I'm in pain I'm feeling pain right now <laughs> like you once again have a problem that's not a problem because it's a real problem to me and so they actually decide like hey let's go to Pinehurst what Claire and L road trip <laughs> what that wasn't on my bingo card for season 3 <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, Dorothy, we're off to see the wizard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, speaking of uh, Daphne, mm-hmm. she's not off the hook for, for not getting everyone that they asked for uh, regarding her recruitment drive last week. She gets a firm talking to about not getting little Maddie Parkman on the team. And uh, she's just like, hey, man, you know, what are you going to do? Like, he didn't like the pitch. And Knox is like, that's a bunch of bullshit because he's in the room. And, uh, Arthur's like, okay, well, now, I mean, you gotta kill him. He knows too much, kind of thing. Like, I can't, I can't have that. And so, immediately when he even suggests that, Maury, who's there as well, is like, ah, uh, no to that. <laughs> like, we're not killing my son. That was part of the deal, is Matt's protected if I'm on your side. And so, but the minute he gets in Arthur's face, Arthur's just like, yeah, you know what? No. And so before they can even really get into it, he kills Maury. Rip Maury Parkman. hmm <laughs> Rip another season two yep. thing. <laughs> yep. And so that's like a really good like, whoa, to the people in the room. And so Daphne has a, a task ahead of her that she really really doesn't want to do because it's like she says i'm a thief i'm not a killer and she said that over and over and over again so is she gonna be able to do it to protect whatever her her dark secret is
0: (laughs) stay tuned
1: (laughs) stay tuned yeah i love that arthur's
0: like thank you maury for your sacrifice (laughs) it's like you bastard
1: (laughs) maury's dead bye maury Here's the Arthur Petrelli
0: rug sweeping another
1: thing. God damn, you really nailed that. That's so true. Mm-hmm. He's he's yeah. He's ultimately on the journey to things. He's like a nice little, like you said, he's a, he's a fix it for a lot of things that the writers were like, well, maybe not, and that the fans didn't really love. Mm-hmm. And so we can't really get to fugitives unless we go through all the Arthur stuff. Yes. So mm-hmm. like, I get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> pretty much
1: we're going to go back to
0: california cuz we were in new jersey. Mm-hmm. I believe that's where pinehurst is, isn't it?
1: Um yes, I believe Pinehurst is in New Jersey and um, the new company is in upstate New yes.
0: York. Yes. Okay. Like if I remember correctly from many years ago. I'm pretty ago. sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I'm I'm pretty sure that they're really close to each other but not like right next door. Yeah.
0: So, so back to California where Claire is packing to leave and Sandra's like, "You don't you don't even know About these people, about this Pinehurst. And Sandra's like, you know what? I'm going to call your dad and ask him. And Claire's like, no! Because again, (laughs) Claire's still not on great terms with Noah at the moment. Yep. And Sandra's like, all right, but can you trust Elle? Remember what she's done before. And Claire's like, well, we both want the same thing. Which is to get our abilities under control. So she's going to trust her for that. It's just a little thing. Before Claire goes Mm. off on a road trip. Sandra being No, but
1: what is what does Sandra tell her to do?
0: I don't have it written down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When she asks her if uh, she can trust Elle and they're like, well, you know, we got the same goal. And Sandra's like, yeah, alright, but remember, if she gives you any lip, just toss a glass of water over her. Lyle style. Yes!
0: (laughs) Yes!
1: How could you forget Lyle style? Lyle style. Uh, Yeah.
0: Lyle style. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yep. while wow, getting a
0: lot of coverage in this episode
1: yeah right could you imagine sandra bennett being the fucking company agent in the family
0: <laughs> that would be fun
1: oh she's such a little she's such a little firecracker i love it
0: <laughs> oh it's great i like it that would be a fun what if wouldn't it though thinks about it for a moment Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah just ruminate on that for a second and then tell us all about uh how matt's
0: doing yeah, so Matt has gotten back to New York to the apartment to Mohinder's apartment cuz remember they were living together. Uh-huh. And Matt is trying to call Mohinder like, "Hey, I'm home. Where have you been? I've had a crazy week." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know, Matt. <laughs> oh my god, right? You both would have Jesus. tales to tell each other. Sure do. And maybe Mohinder will have a tale by the time that you see him. So Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he gets a knock on the door while he's trying to leave Mohinder a message and he opens it and it's Daphne and she's got a gun. Whoop. And she's like, If I don't kill you, they're gonna kill me. And Matt's like, Alright, you know what, fine then, shoot me. Shoot me then. And she's like, Stop fucking being Mr. Hero and thinking I'm better than who I am, you don't know me, etc. <laughs> and he's like, Just shoot me. If that's what's gonna take to save your life, shoot me. And she tells him to turn around. And when he does, he stops and he recounts what he saw in the future again. We were married, we had a baby, all this this stuff, we were in love, which again, is kind of creepy.
1: It's more than kind of, but Mm -hmm. yes.
0: (laughs) But it works because she lowers the gun. She drops it. And she breaks down. She apologizes to Matt. She's like, it happened so fast there was nothing I could do. And so he looks into her mind to see what happened and he finds out his dad is dead.
1: I mean, um, it's interesting to have the whole, like, oh, now now Maury is for real dead. And, you know, we had all the, like, Maury and Matt stuff in season two, and now we've got all the, like, the Arthur and kids mm-hmm. stuff in season three. So many Danny issues. The Noah stuff in season one. Mm-hmm. Daddy issue show.
0: it's always daddy issue with Noah. he's like constant daddy issue for the past three seasons pretty much
1: yeah exactly well yes but really in season one when clara was like what do i do who do i trust Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what's going on it's my dad normal um i I like when he's just like trying to appeal to her and stuff and i'm like she's not the haitian just whammy (laughs) (laughs) right yeah because like we know we have the context of knowing how fucking ridiculously powerful he gets by the end of the Mm -hmm. show and how quick he is to just use that by the end of the show. So it's it's kind of weird to just see him be all like, oh, no, don't kill me. And I'm like, you could make her not. <laughs> he's not <laughs> like... there yet,
0: I guess. You know, he's still taken yeah, aback yeah, by yeah. what he yeah. saw in the future that they were, like, you know, in love. And he knows how using, like, reading minds on Janice went down, you know. and
1: Yeah, he's trying to appeal to her emotionally. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Another thing he can tell Mohinder about in his next vocal. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my dad's
0: dead. <laughs> Oh, man, funny. Last place I left him was at fucking Primatech. What happened?
1: I fucking die at at that scene starting with a phone call. Whichever writer, or if it was Jesse Alexander, who was the um, credited person in the episode, was like, oh, those two should probably check. (laughs) (laughs) They did live together for several months. Yep. -hmm. They did raise a child together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Speaking of daddy issues, so Arthur's going to go try to visit Peter, who's probably... I'm sure has calmed down by surely. now. Surely, surely. <laughs> so he opens the door, the locked door, and he walks in, and whoa, where's Peter? He's not on the gurney. Oh, let's pan the camera to the side. He's got like the the railing of it in his hand, <laughs> and he's coming at Arthur hard with it. <laughs> <laughs> Which bless his like his moxie, you know, because <laughs> like. He 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 does not have powers, but he's still gonna do it. So, and my notes I, I called him Peter. Fuck around and find out, Petrelli, <laughs> powers or not. Like we might we we are forced to stand. Um, but obviously Arthur's like, oh no, <laughs> and he flicks it away, <laughs> and these two thugs rush in and they grab him, and uh, I I love it. I love the whole like them interacting. And Peter's like, "You think you're better than everyone else, and Arthur's like, "Yeah, it's not a belief, bud it's a fact, and it's such great, like the contentiousness of their relationship throughout like the years, but it's also it's also class war <laughs> and um <laughs> because Peter's a trust fund baby, yes, we know this, um, but he wasn't living large, you know like that that what he he rejected that life um." And then look at someone like Arthur, who's still all, like, expensive scotch and fancy suits. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's very that. It's very the rebellious kid who just won't get in line.
0: Before we get too far in the scene, I realized, uh-huh. I we were like, oh, how, do you, how would he know to take that bed arm off the the um, railing? He's a nurse. Of course, he'd know how to remove a railing off the bed.
1: You know, that's so funny because I totally, yeah, I think I wrote it to you where I was like, how do you do it? Who knows? Um, but, uh you're right, he would fucking know how to do that. He's got to hop
0: aside. He would know where that could... Yep.
1: yep. He would know where that would, like, disconnect, or Mm -hmm. yeah. Because of emergencies, probably. So... Mm -hmm. He'd know. Yeah. So his... So that's even better, isn't it? His training that he chose to do against his father's wishes allowed him a chance to try to strike out at his dad. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Get him, Peter. Love everything about that. Okay, continue. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, he, he's 100% now one of the powerless individuals on the show, and we know what happens mm-hmm. to them. A- anything. And so he gets bum-rushed, and they grab him, and they strap him down again, and he gets rolled into the lab that we saw before. And he sees Mohinder's the one working on him, and he's like, Ah, oh, Mohinder, you're here too. Ugh. And I'm just like, okay. um, When was the last time these two saw each other? They're pretty they're pretty chill just being like, oh, hey, it's you again. Um, because, like... What Kirby would be the last time they technically saw each other because they were all there, but it would be before that, right?
0: It has to be Kirby because they didn't meet up in season two at all.
1: No, they didn't. No, they did not. And so I just think it's funny where he's just like accepting oh. it, like Ah oh, Mohinder, you're
0: here, hmm. which he mentions is the future. He saw the future well, Mohinder. Yeah. I guess that would be technically the last. time. No,
1: no, he does. But I mean this Mohinder. I'm not talking. But I mean, Mohinder. still for like, Peter,
0: he'd be like, Well, I saw him last this.
1: That's true. I just love how chill everyone is, how they just sort of accepted that it's the same ten people they're going to mm-hmm, run into mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. In, this, in this weird world. Um, but yeah, so they roll him in, and he's like, ah, Mohinder, you're helping them, Gur." And he's like, well, your metabolism is primed for accepting abilities, so you're the perfect test subject for the formula. And Peter's just like, well, hold your horses there, bud, because in the future, you said the formula's fucked, and that, you know, giving abilities to people, it's also fucked, and not cool. And Mohinder actually listens to him for a second. And, uh, it seems like it's going well. He's like, but then I have a really important question for you, Peter. Was I hot in the future? <laughs> and Peter went, uh, no. You, there was something wrong with you. You changed you look like a monster. And so Mohinder's like, well, shit. Alright. Gotta do it then. And so... What? He did. Yes, That's what he asked he him. Did. And he did. <laughs> And so, uh, he gets ready to syringe him up with something, and- probably to trank him. And he sees the scales on his arm fully, because he was so shadowy in the future. Peter never got a real good look at it. Uh, yeah. (laughs) You look on his face like, oh god, what the hell did you do, Suresh? But before this can all go down, what occurs but the syringe suddenly flies- out of Mohinder's hand. Who do we know who can do that? <laughs> okay. This scene is like everything. It, it's it's so... It's like... It's like the death of Mylar and the birth of Petlar. All at the same mm-hmm. time. If you would. Because mm-hmm. um, it's Siler. And he calmly just gets the needle the fuck away. And he's like, Hello, Mohinder. And then he throws him into a wall as hard as he can, just for fun. (laughs) I love that. I was like, he could have just slid him away like Mr. Muggles. Nope. Bam! (laughs) (laughs) You know, for old time's sake. And, uh, oh, random doctor that was assisting? Gotta kill him just for shits. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, nameless Pinehurst doctor. (laughs) Doctor. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, Siler, what did we say earlier? Extra and Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, dramatic. mm -hmm. So, he comes in, and he's uh, freeing Peter, and they have this moment where they just look at each other while doing it. And I'm gonna have to talk about that for a second between these, these two fine young men, because, like, it's, like, their little moment of, like, mutual understanding finally, after all of the struggle. And so... That happens for, like, a moment when Peter's like, what the hell? Like, you're here freeing me? He's like, yeah, that's what brothers do, bud. Like, I'm here for you. And it's just like, ah! And so they get interrupted because fucking Mohinder just lunges onto Siler and uh, tries to kill him. And would have, if not for Claire Bennett. Mm -hmm. Because he beats the shit out of him with his enhanced strength. He just slams his head into a concrete over and over and over and over again. And, uh, it's very exactly what, like, you would write about in your fanfic in this moment. He's very like, this is for my father! Mm." (laughs) And, uh, he does! And, uh, this is the only Mylar moment of uh, Volume 3, unless you count all the live-action roleplay Mohinder did, which I do. (laughs) And so, he's just about to just kill the shit out of him, and, uh, Peter, he uh, he tries to stop it, and it doesn't work, and so he gets thrown away, but then uh, Arthur comes in, and Peter skedaddles, and Arthur is able to stop him, and it's so funny because the way it plays out, it's like, okay, Mohinder and Siler are enough, like, Siler threw Mohinder, okay, um, Mohinder is trying to beat up Siler, okay, cool, Peter is trying to stop the fight, gets thrown away, okay, great, I was like, Arthur's coming in like he's breaking up a very rambunctious sleepover. <laughs> And he's just like, (laughs) you boys need to all calm down, is what's happening, or I'm calling your dads. Except for I'm two of your (laughs) dads, so. And the other one's dead, so just calm down. And he's like, yeah, I can't let you do this, I can't let you smash him, because honestly, if you would have kept going, you probably would have cracked the sweet spot like Mm -hmm. an egg. Uh, And so he's like, why? He's a murderer, he deserves it. All this, you know, stuff he's always said. And Arthur's like, because he's my son duh hello have you not been watching this season Mohinder we're doing this whole like Gabriel Petrelli thing and I'm a Petrelli and he's Gabriel so um yeah so so now we're going to flip it around to see uh the Arthur side of the parental equation which we have discussed frequently about like oh is he the dad he's claiming he now Mm -hmm. is he's he's the father Maury or is he and I mean, more like Maury Povich, not like <laughs> Mori Parkman. It's kind of confusing when I say it like yes. that. <laughs> also, people who listen to this might not be old like us, um, so might not know who the fuck True. that is. Um, yeah. So he's like, I can't let you kill my boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's it's a wonderful scene, and I'm really glad to have lived it. So <laughs> it's a, like a really weird like battle of the ships, like. It's interesting. Like, I
0: feel several moments in this episode kind of, like, inform Peter and Silas' relationship later on. Not just this, this <sighs> is the start of it, but, like, several other moments in this episode. Yes. Um.
1: I <laughs> I watched this really late last night, and so when Rachel went to bed, she got to wake up to all of my various comments, and that's something that I discovered. I was like, wow, this is really, like, the, like, Petlar Seed episode, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like, in disguise. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. You can see how these men end up the same men as The Wall and beyond. And also, I have more to say about that.
0: Granted, they think they're brothers right now, but, you know.
1: Yeah, but well, that's never something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just, I don't know. It's so interesting. I, I have more to say about it, for later. Later, later, later. Yes, so. yes, yes. Because there is more, more to come. Oh, there sure fucking is. There's all kinds of interesting choices on their behalves. So.
0: Yeah, very disappointing for Mylar fans at the time.
1: Oh my God. Everyone was throwing just the biggest fit because (laughs) not only is that all you get, as I said, not just in volume three, but, um, ever Mm -hmm. it's Mylar's last gasp, um, which was yeah, extremely controversial in the fandom at the time. Um, because so many people were like, oh, that's it. Like mad that that it doesn't happen anymore, which they couldn't have known at the time, but just in, you know, the full context, it Mm -hmm. doesn't, um, there's only one other thing that could be considered, like even anything close. I would say it would be when he watches his body burn—not his body, but when he the mm-hmm. siler body burns. Mm-hmm. So, so that's like kind of a, a a closed book. But this is really the end yeah. of it. So, because they don't have like a, a speaking interaction again, and um, which was kind of weird, and uh, it really got the tinfoil hats on. Let me tell you that. So, yeah, we were kind of like John Locke people. <laughs> so I mean- do you remember people would be like, they haven't, they've never had another speaking scene again after mm-hmm. this point. And people were like, the show knows that people love it too much. And, you know, you can't have a, a gay ship being, you know, everything on this show. So you can't have them together because, oh, yeah, I remember that was a bit of a thing. Mm-hmm. Not quite as strongly as some people, but yeah.
0: I think there was other speculation at the time about some things, which, because at the time, Quinto was not out.
1: Um. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that plays a part. In you it.
0: know, don't want to be like shown a light so, on like anything near that, which I don't think the show would have taken anyway at the time. But you know. Yeah.
1: No. Not. Not. Yeah. Not the not Decker of it all. all
0: the, the Thomas time. Decker of it all, but not quite that.
1: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because
0: I do feel like the show wanted to go there sometimes, but kept getting pushed back from actors. It's so
1: hard to say, right? Like. I remember reading rumblings about stuff that happens later that's supposed to be meant to be like, this is Siler. Yes. Like, we're saying this about him. In season
0: four, correct?
1: Um, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, no. Yes. Yeah. Season four. And, but then, um, much like so much of um this show, because it just sort of disappears from the internet, I can't find
0: those interviews and articles I feel either. like it was, it came directly so from I'm the like, writer's mouth.
1: It did, but then also like I've heard him say other things, so I'm just like I don't know what to believe. I reading that too, um, so you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, all I know, yeah. but
0: I feel like they they said it on Twitter or something. So
1: yeah, it was something like that where it was like hard to track down again after a mm-hmm. while. Um, but we'll,
0: we'll 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 cover that when we get to that episode.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <clears throat>
0: speaking of mohinder ish <laughs> Yeah, they're at uh, his lair, Isaac's Loft, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, Tracy and Nathan are waiting in the loft still. And Nathan says, well, I call the company because I guess that's what you do. Like, what what, what are we going to do with these people here that are still webbed to the fucking wall?
1: <laughs> he's got that, like, he's got that, like, special senator clearance. <laughs> he could just get a hold of that. He's like, "I
0: you can't just leave him there. So, of course, you gotta call someone. He's like, I'll call the company. All right. And so while they're there, Tracy's like, you know, I wonder if they're still alive. And she goes up to asshole neighbor, who's webbed, and tries to check on him, tries to free him, tries to rip out the web, but finds it quite difficult to do so. And Nathan's like, yeah, be careful doing that. Because sure enough, the neighbor wakes up and grabs Tracy's throat. And Nathan rushes over and tries to, like, you know, free her from this guy. And instead... The guy is stopped by getting tased. And, oh, who did the tasing? Well, hello, Noah Bennett. (laughs) And he's like, Ah. I told you not to touch anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, okay, his entire tone and demeanor in these scenes, it's everything.
0: (laughs) Because usually Nathan gets the great lines and the sassy, but when you you got Coleman yes. in this freaking episode with them, he gets all the good lines in this like in yes. the scenes, yeah. So
1: and so does Meredith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And speaking of Meredith, who sides right on up next to to Noah, of course, in her usual greeting, hands ablaze. That's but what she Meredith, does. and she's like, "Hello, Nathan. Oh, I see you still have a weakness for blondes." <laughs> zing again trace being like what the fuck have i gotten in myself <laughs> into
1: i love the scene um just like the camera shot of uh nathan in frame between the two mm-hmm. of them it's perfect mm-hmm. oh. and it's kind of like well <laughs> his little like face yeah. like yeah 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 mm-hmm. suppose I do <laughs>
0: old habits in that you know ah indeed indeed oh mm-hmm. man i told you not to touch anything
1: yeah. God, it's so simple
0: <laughs> which of course I mean it implies that Nathan called Noah directly because he's like I called the guy at the yes, company yes it
1: kind of does mm-hmm. yeah because yep. he acted like he, you know he acted like he's just like oh I called the company anyone could show up but then he did not seem surprised to see him mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah I absolutely love Nathan getting like debriefed by his daughter's adopto dad and actual baby mama <laughs> wonderful <laughs> This world is great.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. In a scene that I ref- we referenced way back, like in season one, when we were like remembering this that this happened, it was like, oh my god. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Claire's weird family, how is Claire? <laughs> it's Claire and Elle on a plane.
0: I guess it's not as much of a road trip as you would hope for because God, that would be a long drive from California That's... to New Jersey. <laughs>
1: That's still a trip, though. I'll take it. My that, I can put that as the category in my AO3. That works.
0: <laughs> true, true. <laughs> so, while they're there on the plane, we see Elle um, crackle a little, and we find out she's an anxious flyer. And Claire kind of laughs at this, like, huh, big tough company agent, but you can't handle 30,000 feet in the air. And she also um, rags on her for letting the level 5 <laughs> villains escape, and how she caught Doyle and Elle's just like, listen, <laughs> my dad forced me to be a part of this. And you wanting to do it? You're a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, Claire's a total snot to her in this scene. And I'm like, you need to not. But yeah,
0: Elle is sort of forced into this lifestyle, whereas Claire is the the complete opposite. Where she's trying to be forcefully yep. kept from this lifestyle. And Elle's like, you don't know how good you have it. Which I put, another child who wants HRG daddy.
1: <laughs> oh god
0: remember they named that kid Noah and if you know
1: they fucking remember fucking little do. baby Noah yep. if it's not actual Noah yep and then the big 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 theory that it was Elle's mm-hmm. kid and I mean holy god doesn't that all just come mm-hmm. together oh man I never thought of that that's so fucking true <laughs> especially, especially with what we see with her and Noah and villains mm-hmm. next week Oh, golly.
0: And what all we've right. seen of them at the end of season two slash the beginning of this season.
1: Yep. <laughs> it really <laughs> works. Yep. They can fight over their not daddy. They both <laughs> want HRG daddy. Anyway. Everybody wants HRG daddy.
0: <laughs> so Elle's flustered. She spikes some electricity, makes the plane jump. And Claire's all like, whoa, well, um, <laughs> you gotta control us right now. <laughs> and L cannot so she spikes again the plane again gets, hits turbulence because of it and people are freaking all around them and L and Claire's like Elle take my hand dump it all into me she can't feel it and so she does and she zaps the shit out of Claire and the plane stabilizes and Claire's all excited like yeah look we did it we worked together we did it we're going to be fine
1: and then I go ahead and I tie my little my little ship off that I've that I I've pulled up into the harbor um, because you better believe people ship the hell out of these two after this episode in particular, like a little bit at the end of season two, but really after this. Oh, yes. <laughs> Eclair. Mm-hmm. I remember.
0: We member. Mm
1: hmm. Pepperidge Farmer member.
0: <laughs> I see it you know? completely. I 100% see it. Mm-hmm.
1: So, okay, so let's let's swing around to the thing we just talked about. Could it have ever happened? I feel like, ooh, do you want to hear something controversial Go yet brave? It. I feel like, considering where the show ends and the um, histories of all involved, I feel like, had she made it, Claire and Elle absolutely could have been a thing. More so than any other ship on the show that is of a same-sex nature. I'd agree. Yeah? mm mm-hmm because um L did not kill anyone Claire cares about. No. <laughs> um Claire has a journey through her sexual identity which ends with her at least being bi if not yes. A lesbian. Yes. Um Yeah. I I truly feel like that could have actually happened <laughs> unlike a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So which is wild for me to say in this year of our Lord, because I would have fought against that so hard 10 years ago. Like, I see but, it. Uh, I see no, it. I ship it. It's mm-hmm. fucking true. hmm I'm not saying it would have been a good relationship, but from what I understand, you know, you have to go through the rough ones. Mm-hmm. Before, like, mm-hmm. They would have been quite a duo, I think. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm saying that right now. To the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, makes sense to me. Yeah, like, it's wild, right? Like, you know, we, we sit here and, you know, we want to think that anything, uh, like, uh, all of our other ships could be a possibility, but these two actually have the real chance had Elle survived. Yes. Which is which is insane. Like, that's, that's just, like, crazy to me to think about the more I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, oh, my God, that actually could have worked on paper because Claire... And L like, fit the criteria of not having the roadblock of tragedy incurred by one because of the other. Mm-hmm. And one of them, at least, is for sure, like, out by the end of the show. I mean, yeah, they stick her with a dude in Reborn, and she has kids and stuff, but hello, bisexuality, yes, she, representation. I would what? say
0: she's canonically yeah. bi. Yes. She's bi.
1: She's at least bi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally There's bi. a
0: pocket future somewhere... Where she didn't go into Pinehurst and they are together now.
1: Or, or she was somehow able to rescue Elle from all the Siler true, stuff which True, 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 true. Yeah. There's a pocket teacher
0: somewhere where they're just happy together somewhere. Because if we can, if we can sit here and say that Siler and Peter could get together and that Peter could get over all of Siler's bullshit and Siler can somehow pull his shit together, Elle can easily exactly. pull her it... shit together.
1: Easily. A thousand percent. And then, like, I said a few minutes ago, I'm saying I don't think that's actually a thing with, with, uh, Mm -hmm. particularly with Peter and Siler on both sides. I hate saying that as a big shipper, but if we're just talking about not, like, Fanon, not AU, I'm talking about in this show, if it could have been allowed to happen, I don't think it could have. But this? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 I think it could have.
0: Because Siler likes to think he had a terrible childhood. He likes to think it.
1: He did have a terrible, he did have a terrible childhood. Compare
0: Siler's childhood to Elle's child. Okay,
1: fantastic. Um he was sold. Well, this is He
0: didn't remember that for a long time, ma'am. He thinks I don't his life care. he as still the was Watchmaker's though. Son with Virginia was just the worst life ever, unextraordinary, etc. There's
1: Okay, unextraordinary, yes, but there's real subtext I'm not saying Martin Martin that Virginia was, was
0: a peach but he was not tortured. No, I'm
1: saying Martin was (laughs) abusive and she lashed out at Mm -hmm. him. And yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what I think. How about, how about they both have it bad? Why does it have to be either or? (laughs) Eh,
0: Elle's got it worse.
1: Well,
0: (laughs) fine. (laughs) I'm just saying Elle had (laughs) a much worse childhood. and She has a lot to unpack as well. So. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. is like, they both had bad Mm -hmm. childhoods.
0: (laughs) He was sold. I'm like, I'm not talking about that. He does not remember this. (laughs)
1: he's gonna um uh, well he doesn't yeah he was a little baby um yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh god okay <laughs> so yeah, matt let's, huh let's go to matt after well... our long
0: <laughs> yeah. ship discussion
1: oh it's the spicy stuff mm-hmm, though mm-hmm. um all right so matt and daphne are still at his place but who do we see show up outside the door but Knox being quite the interrupting cow, Mm -hmm. I dare say. Um, so, he, you know, busts in, and he's like, you know, I'm feeding off your fear, girl. Like, that's all I need to do. And it looks like she tries to run, and he just clotheslines her. (laughs) And, like, fucking kills her. (laughs) Because, I mean, think about it. A really strong, like, Mm -hmm. arm to the neck. Yeah, goodbye. Um, and then Nox goes up against Parkman, and, uh they have a little a little back and forth and then Knox punches his fist through him <gasps> you didn't tell me that matt parkman dies in this episode holy <laughs> shit it's not even the the fucking finale yet well rip both parkmans i guess mm-hmm. so Knox leaves their bodies there just like hmm, well job done and he leaves which is hilarious to me, because it's like, um, he's, he's, he, he's a mind guy. <laughs> like, come on, bud. You, you should not just be like, well, I guess they are dead. La, 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 Like, no, you should probably check somehow, like, I don't know, try to move the bodies or something. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I just thought it was funny. He's like, well, okay, check that off the to-do list. Now I gotta go get my dry cleaning or whatever. Or probably Arthur's dry cleaning, if we're honest. And, uh. Yeah, just peaced out. So obviously it was an illusion, and they're both fine. And Daphne's like, oh my god, Matt, you're amazing, you did it! And she gives him a little kiss, and he's like, oh, I'll blush. And he's like, well, you know, I'm a cop, stopping guys like Knox is what I do, so I- I'm getting involved. I'm getting involved. And she's like, no, no, don't, because it's dangerous, and we should not do that. And Matt's like, well, we should go to Primatech, though. That could be a way. Let's let's make a let's make a war between companies, Rachel. Let's see how that fucking goes. Mm-hmm. So um so she she really doesn't wanna, but he he's, you know, convincing her. And uh, the way that Matt's just like not at all surprised by Knox and him being there and stuff, I mean, yeah, he saw the future, but don't we actually see that they, uh, knew each other in the before time? It was
0: supposed to be scenes in the next episode, but instead got cut and put into a webisode.
1: Right. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the thing is that we would have found out that Knox, uh, knew Parkman mm-hmm. back in LA. Yep, so. They crossed paths before when he was a cop. Uh, but over at New Company, uh, we see Flint coming in to assure Mr. Petrelli that you know he's gonna find Peter he can't have gone far et cetera kind of thing, and he's like when you want me to find him you know when 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 I when I find him do you want him like well done or extra crispy like tee hee ha, mm-hmm. right and Arthur's just like I roll like I want him alive please <laughs> <laughs> like just cool your fucking jets uh yeah and so we pull back to reveal that Siler is there and he's suspended in midair which is honestly one of the smartest things anyone has ever done who's gone up against Siler. So I have to give credit to Arthur mm-hmm. there. That's really smart. He's fucking stuck. Um, So he's got him suspended in the air and he's just, like, really chill and he's pouring himself, a like, a scotch or whatever. And he goes over and Siler's like, you know, Peter's never gonna stop. Like, you know this. Like, he's probably gone, but, you know, you're not gonna get him. Like, mm And so, Arthur, now that he is alone with Siler, is gonna try it. He is gonna try his version of what Angela's been doing since the start of the season. Pulling on his parental strings. Which is, um, let's say a thing I should caution him about. Because while we've seen the relationship that Siler had with the person he believed was his mother... And was very fraught. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still at its core had like this weird, like mommy's boy want, want mommy's love mm-hmm. thing. Right. He does not seem to have that with Martin. We don't even know his dad's name. I'm saying it right now because I know it, but yeah, it seems like they had a, a, a cold relationship from what little you can tell. Um, yeah. Another thing that Peter and Siler can relate to. Yes. Um, those kinds of daddy issues. So, Arthur's trying it, you know. He, he's trying it by being like, hey, you know, just letting you know that you shouldn't trust Angela because uh, when she had one of her little dreams, her little visions, when you were born, she saw what you were going to become. And he's like, yeah, I become a hero. Sure, he told me. He's like, mm, no, though. Not that. You become something else. And she flipped. And it was only me saving your life because i got into the bathroom in time when she had you at the bottom of the tub so the implication here is that angela had little gabriel saw what you know horrible shit he was going to do in the future and then tried to drown him which Mm -hmm. is fucked to, to put in his head uh considering and he's like what kind of you know mother would do that to a child and it's fucking smart for arthur to do this because hi hello Virginia tried to kill him, so it's believable for Siler to hear yes. that. Um, because he's a monster, so that's an easy wound to open. So points to you, Arthur. You're you're a sly goose. So yeah, so he's he's trying it, but we'll see how successful that is. Because like I said, his you know issues with his dad are extremely different than the ones with his mom, and the ones that he has with his father are the kind that I wouldn't pick. Yes. At. Uh huh. <laughs> I I wouldn't use as a manipulative tool. I don't think you'll like what happens. Mm-hmm. Is what I am saying. So doesn't seem like there is much good to be found no. there to to try to um uh expose. Because
0: mm-hmm. so. I think Arthur was also like, yeah, she sent you here to save her favorite Peter.
1: Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Playing mm-hmm. with that too. Like, huh? Does she say that's all you to do? You know, to get him to to do what she wants? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You silly boys. Yep mm-hmm yeah he's real he's really trying it i I again don't know if he should be doing that, but um yeah he's, he's trying, trying But
0: it. yeah i I do like your fair point of yeah siler's daddy issues just are not equivalent to his mommy issues in the slightest, so
1: no mm-hmm. no yep, yep. no yep, which will become a big thing later too oh, yes, when that is explored mm-hmm. more on all sides Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Virginia. He came to and was like, "Oh, just accept me and love me." Oops, I killed you. Mm-hmm. Sorry about it. Whereas, if it was like Martin, he'd be like, "Where's my fucking yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, slice?" Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. So speaking of the favorite son,
1: the golden child, mm-hmm. if one will. <laughs>
0: Peter is trying to get out of Pinehurst. He gets out of an elevator. But we don't get to follow him very long because, oop, who does he run into but Mohinder? And so he skedaddles real
1: quick. <laughs> I love that so much. Whoever decided in the script to go, like, Peter starts the scene and then it's actually a Mohinder scene. And he's just like, oh, yep, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he just gets out.
0: Yeah, so he, it's he transitions us to Mohinder who sees Maya, who's about to leave the, the, um, company. And he goes down to her and she's like, yeah, no, no, stop right there. That's far enough. Maybe (laughs) one day I can forgive you, but I could never trust you. And Mohinder's like, listen, Maya, like, I I know I fucked up, but my feelings were real. And she's all like, yeah, but no, everything that you did in my name, which includes him making abilities, giving it to himself was wrong. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she knows that she is not free of sin, that she has killed a lot of people, and she needs to go make amends for that, and so does he. And so she takes her little suitcase, and she walks on out. Goodbye, Maya.
1: Yep. That is a wrap on Maya Herrera, everybody. That is mm-hmm. a series wrap. I think she shows up again in the comics for, like... She does. But, but yes,
0: that yeah. is Maya done and dusted. Yep.
1: yep. And she actually lives to walk away. And go be normal, mm-hmm. at least, you know, in the show. Yeah.
0: Escapes the season two fate. Which is,
1: uh, it's kind of nice, honestly, because it's like, I know that she was not a well-loved mm-hmm. character and they easily could have just like, you know, offed her like mm-hmm. Mori or something. But no, they were like, no, 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 she's been through enough. Let's just let her leave. She's normal again. Let's just let her She let got her what go.
0: she wanted was to get her ability taken away from her. Yep. And she gets to yep. leave.
1: She told mom mm-hmm. to eat shit, she left. Yep. In her nice yes. way, but yes. <laughs> She's never going to call you, bud. No. <laughs> like,
0: that, that's not happening. You fucked that no. up, sir.
1: <laughs> oh, you sure did. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, while yes. someone's leaving, who, who's, yes, who's arriving? Yes, while Maya's
0: leaving, Claire and Elle are arriving at Pinehurst. They don't cross paths. No, Different entrances, exactly. perhaps. Um... And as they're walking, mm-hmm. Elle starts shorting out again, and she thanks Claire for helping her, because Claire kind of, like, helps her stand back up. And she's like, ugh, I've been nothing but a bitch, and you've been nothing but sweet to me, and it just makes me hate you more. And Claire's all like, Psh- whatever, I should be thanking you. You're the reason that we're about to walk in and hopefully get fixed. So, again,
1: shipping it. <laughs> uh, yeah. hmm Yep. Yeah. Uh, honestly, yes. <laughs> like, I'm sat here like, most surprising thing for this episode for me is that I've spent uh, countless countless hours of my life <laughs> trying to convince the world that Peter and Zyler could be a thing when Elle and Claire are just out here They're doing just, it. They've been here the whole time. <laughs>
0: they've been
1: mm-hmm. here the whole time. Yep. Just Elle doesn't Lived to yep. get there, mm-hmm. so
0: spoilers. But yeah, we're a fucking spoiler. Thanks, episode. Gabe. Yeah, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, what's going up? Uh, what's going on nearby? <laughs> <sighs> nearby and seven stories up.
1: All right. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So Siler's brooding because it's what he does, and to be fair, he has a lot to unpack mm-hmm. right now. So. He's trying to deal with all this and who should come out of the elevator and basically walk right in but Peter. And Siler's like, what the hell are you doing here? Like, you need to you need to go. This isn't safe. And he's like, no, I came back for you. I wasn't going to leave you here. Aww. It's mm-hmm. a big moment. Because, like, when I talk about the seed, I'm talking about that. Like, I'm talking a little bit about the moment... Where, you know, he comes in to rescue Peter. But that's what he was mm-hmm. told to do. That was his job, you know? You you could associate a lot of things with that. You know, trying to please Angela, trying to prove himself a hero, blah, blah, blah. Peter coming in and doing this, that's huge. Mm-hmm. That is giant for their, their future relationship and interactions. Um, yeah, Peter has no fucking powers. He's as vulnerable as can be. And he came in to save Zyler. And that is just amazing. And it doesn't take them long (laughs) to ruin it. Because then it it turns into a thing about Siler's like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, my dad's here and I got to kind of see where this goes. And Peter's like, you don't want to do that. And Siler takes it as, like, oh, so I'm not good enough to get to explore, you know, our relationship because, you know, ooh, you grew up with him and I didn't get to. And it's like, no, 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 Peter's warning you. (laughs) He is warning you that you don't want to get to know this guy. He's trash. So, like, they get into that a little bit and, uh, Arthur pops in. A lot of interrupting cow moments in this Mm -hmm. episode. It's just like, you're here now. And They get into it again, Peter's like, the future's fucked, and it's your fault, and Arthur's like, dude, that that future, it doesn't exist any longer, you know? It's fine. And so, Peter's like, come on, like, Siler, dude, if you help him, you're proving all the worst things I've ever said about you. Just kick his ass, and let's get out of here, which is a wonderful line. Like, come on, come on, brother, (laughs) let's go. And, uh, can you imagine a world where that actually happened? (laughs) And, like, Can we imagine a world where Siler's like, yeah, you're right, and he kills Arthur or whatever, for realsies, (laughs) and then they step out of Pinehurst together? Could you imagine how vastly different the entire fucking show would be Mm -hmm. in that moment? It actually would have changed a lot because the whole Nathan thing wouldn't have gone down, I don't believe. Um, nor would Nathan getting involved in Pinehurst, which is what is a huge wedge between him and Peter by mm-hmm. the end of the volume, and helps leads us into f- uh, fugitives and beyond. Um, yeah, like, a lot could have been r- saved, and then maybe, maybe these two could have actually, perhaps, because I think, you know, eventually, yeah, you know, he would have found out that's you know, you can cut me for spoilers, I don't care. That's not his family, mm-hmm. you know? So he would deal with that. But do you know who would be there to help him? I bet Peter would.
0: But, like, we've seen, like, however many years in the future he, at, at that point, had never found out. He's still called Peter brother wow. in that pocket future.
1: Yep. So, I don't know. There's there's all kinds of things where I'm just like, oh, if you would have just left. But Siler likes to, you know, explore all of his bad fucking feelings fully and so like and also though he is actually playing a bit of a Mm -hmm. longer game which you realize after the fact um so he's like no peter i'm not going anywhere but you are and before another moment can pass he motions his hand and throws peter out the seven story window Mm -hmm. and you're like god damn it siler Mm -hmm. at first right because it's like, why? Why? Why do you break my heart? But Peter can't heal anymore. That would have killed him. Easily. Or, or horrendously injured him. But when we, you know, cut to the next moment, it happens right in front of Ellen Claire. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is amazing, because they just, you know, traveled all this way to go to this place for, you know, answers, and here's another fucking crazy complicated thing in their world. And Peter's just flying through the air, but not really flying. And uh, yeah, he lands on the ground, but kind of soft. He doesn't splat. It's nothing like that. There's no broken bones. And so that's interesting, Mm -hmm. isn't it? That sure is an interesting uh, thing that had just occurred. And so Elle sees that Peter's not healing. And she's like, oh my God, then this is it. Fuck fixing. I could have a normal life, which is what I've always wanted and I never got. So she apologizes to Claire and she runs in. And so Claire is left with Peter, who's scratched up and you know, a little bruised and busted, but he's he's fine. This isn't like homecoming. He's not mm-hmm. legs twisted. And which they've had a far less of a fall in that. So yeah, how is he fine? And that's what he wants to know, because everyone's like, "How'd you fall that far not die?" And he's like, "I don't know." But you do, though. <laughs> Deep down, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they make a yeah. big. That's that's they the big make thing. a big deal of it. They yeah, make a big at the end. Where she's like, all sides, uh huh, from all sides. How are yep. you still alive right now?
1: <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you. Do. Look into your heart. You do you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, any uh, <laughs> any comments on, on the seed that becomes become the, the petlar tree of the future?
0: Because <laughs> I was talking about the moment at the very end there, the actual window flick. I think it says a lot.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking yeah. thing, really.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Peter coming back for him when he... <laughs> He, he is he is like a twenty nine year old nurse from. Do you know what I mean? Like he he can't do that, fucking anything. It speaks anything. so much to
0: Peter's character and how he's always been. It he's really does. Been this way, willing to throw himself in front mm. of
1: others. Absolutely, but for his quote unquote enemy, uh, and like uh, who, his enemy who is very powerful, he's also uh, like oh, he's God. also
0: unclouded by the hunger. Because we saw how he behaved with him in the future, the pocket future. And then he got the hunger and he came back and was like, with Siler.
1: Exactly. So now we're seeing a Peter who is um, much more the one we know, like from season Mm -hmm. one. And yeah, like it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I, I, uh, I was like, oh my God, I want to watch this scene over and over (laughs) because there's a lot here. And then poor L. God damn it, she just wants to be fucking normal. She's like, yeah. And if anyone deserves the Maya mm-hmm. treatment, it's her. Like, just take you know. it away. I'm done with it. God,
0: surely mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen, right? You know, she's going to fix her.
1: Oh yeah, I'm, she'll be mm-hmm. perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think we. No, see that's for next that week or until nine. Yeah. Because I think they might show a little tiny bit of it at the mm-hmm. end of eight, mm-hmm. but yeah. Let's just say that they don't, you know, respond kindly to people coming into Pinehurst without an appointment.
0: She technically had one; so. she'd gotten the card from Daphne. So,
1: well, yeah, you know. Yeah. But
0: so let's go back to Mohinder's loft, Isaac's loft, da 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 da.
1: <laughs> the loft. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Tracy is piecing together the weird shit between this trio that she is being presented with. So Mm -hmm. this is the bio mom of your illegitimate daughter, and he's her adopted (laughs) father. And they're like, sounds about right, yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Everyone's like, yeah, that's totally normal, right?
0: And, you know, she gets to unpack that by herself. So, because Noah asks, (laughs) did Mohinder inject you guys with anything? And Nathan's like, yeah, we were tranquilized or something. And then Nathan asks, like, what was he doing in here? (laughs) Like, Noah surely would know what Mohinder was up to and noah's like building a nest laying eggs who the hell knows <laughs> like
1: oh uh, it's so good the lines
0: in this episode i swear
1: i know he gets to be like sassy season yes, one noah it's delightful
0: and <laughs> he tells nathan and tracy you guys have to come to the company to get tested and make sure he didn't inject you with anything weird make sure you're still mm. normal and not gonna, you know, start throwing webs on the walls or whatever the hell's happening here.
1: Yeah, it's like, motions vaguely to room, like, (laughs) come on.
0: (laughs) But he leaves Nathan and the two blondes alone for now, and Nathan (laughs) asks, um, Meredith, like, oh, you're working for him, and she's like, eh, for now. And then he gets a phone call and leaves those two alone to kind of, like, awkwardly look at each other for a moment.
1: The trio of them Mm -hmm. is so awkward, and and Pazdar's face fucking kills me. He's just like, Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, just kind of like well yeah. this is happening <laughs> yeah because like you never want you never want your flings to meet first of all because <laughs> like, i ever. think they
0: even say that like uh tracy's like oh don't worry we're not together and Meredith's, like uh-huh okay sure yeah cool whatever yeah very awkward
1: y- yep yeah, because she asks, like, oh, you guys are together, or whatever, or, like, careful with him. And she's like, well, we're not together. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know how Yeah, Nathan like, is. uh-huh, I know this guy. Um... I took it as being very, like, oh, of course you're not, because he's not with anyone. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, they weren't together. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. That's what he do.
0: Bastard. <laughs> but we do get Let's to play. see who called Nathan. Uh, it was Claire. Claire's called him and is like... Do not tell anyone that I'm calling you right now. <laughs> because she's got something to spill to him, which we will find out shortly. So,
1: And then what's the first thing he does is he tells Tracy. Yeah, right. We gotta
0: go. <laughs> He's
1: like, come on. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking politicians, man. They just lie. She
0: doesn't know <laughs> that we know that her, fa- her father is yep. right here. Yep.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> it's mm-hmm. wonderful.
1: Claire's two dads. Oh. <laughs> Claire's two dads. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I like how the show leans into that more as we go about Nathan actually being her dad. And, you know, Mm -hmm. gets to play around with the dynamic of them trying to relate or get to know each other or uh, fail to do so. It's fun. Like, they could have easily just been like, well, Nathan is the real biological dad, but they'll never have another scene together ever again. Okay, bye but That's not.
0: No, we works. get quite a bit no. coming up.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. How's Siler doing? Well, <laughs> he's, you know, he's staring out the window he just threw Peter out of. And he's like, you know, I'll never stop. And Arthur's like, meh, yeah. But it's just who we are, you know. It's that, that you know, we got that hot, hot Italian <laughs> blood. Revenge is in our blood. And. Silar's like, hmm. He's like, so are we just gonna we gonna we gonna wait for him to come back? Like what are we gonna do? What's the plan? And Arthur's like, alright, so here's what we're gonna do though. We're gonna take our fight to the enemy. Something I'm curious about though, son of mine. Uh how do you suppose he survived that seven story fall? It's a other <laughs> thing. And Silar's like, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> like, they both, mm-hmm. they know. They know what he did. And, uh, but Arthur's like, all right, I'm gonna keep my eye on you, you little scamp. <laughs> like, but it's great, because it's like, I feel like Arthur could call him son 50 times in this scene if he did, which he didn't, but he could. Sather wouldn't call him dad once. So, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, he's called Angela mommy every chance yep. he's gotten, like, Oh, I love the dichotomy of like, ooh, this is a pin you don't want to pull from the grenade, Arthur. This is gonna be your downfall. <laughs>
0: it really is. <laughs> don't yep. want
1: to pull that pin. Whew. Um, so they're there and uh Arthur gets a call and hey, it's from Daphne and she's very blah all went according to plan. Um so she's been faking it with Matt. With all the, like, yay, and let's do this, and I'm on your side, and all this. Um, Because she's smart, and Matt is very much more of a Mm -hmm. catch-more-flies-with-honey kind of target. Like, hello. Um, So she's being all, like, flirty cutesy with him, and uh, he's like, okay, well, this is your last chance. You screw this up, and I'll put you right back where I found you, which she is terrified of, and we still don't get to see. We don't get to see it for quite a while, either, do we? I don't remember... We'll find out. So she's terrified of that and she gets off the phone and she goes over to Matt and she's all like, you know, like all cuddled up with him. And it's like, oh boy, poor Maddie. But also, you know, she doesn't Mm -hmm. owe you anything. Mm -hmm. So
0: So let's, let's go to Peter and he's in bed and Claire's cleaning the blood off of him because he did not fall completely unscathed.
1: Oh no. He certainly didn't
0: die, but he's not doing great.
1: He's banged up, that's for certain. Like, you can tell. He's moving real stiff. And Peter brings up the elephant in the
0: room that he's been thinking about that fall. (laughs) And he thinks Siler saved him. He thinks Siler saved his life by throwing him out the window. Because he wanted him to get out of there alive. Because honestly, who would have known? Who knows what would have happened?
1: Yeah, Arthur probably would have snapped and just Uh killed Peter, honestly. He can't use him, what good is he? So. So, yep.
0: Get him out of there alive. Gotta get and him out. Who should show up to Peter's apartment? Yeah. Yes, this is Peter's apartment. Um, but Nathan and Tracy again.
1: <laughs> How does Peter still have that apartment? Uh, Nathan <laughs> kept up the payments.
0: I guess where he was kind of bumming in it for a while, and it's not been that bad. He know. was,
1: and like, and uh, yeah, or Angela, or maybe it's just really rent controlled, and it's just like actually. Hard to get Could him out
0: be of there. either way. <laughs> his apartment is still there.
1: I'm just curious about little dumb mundanities like that.
0: <laughs> the time that passed know. between now and season the end of season two has been, as Matt said, I've had a crazy week, so it's not been that mm-hmm. long.
1: No, it's not like the four mm-hmm. months shenanigans. But he also was gone from his yep. apartment for four months
0: before. But that. Nathan was so. living there during that. Anyway, we saw
1: Nathan was 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 bumming there. Yep, he was squatting mm-hmm. there. Basically, I'm sure Angela or someone. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah on the Most likely. Yep, because they uh they have a lot of money. They do. <laughs> they do. They don't make like a huge, huge thing of it, but like they do, because they're old money. <laughs> yes,
0: they've yeah. got cash. So Nathan and Tracy show up, as I said, mm-hmm. and Nathan asks what happened, and Peter's like, "Well, I don't have <laughs> powers anymore because <laughs> Dad took them," and Nathan's like, uh-huh. uh "No, Dad's dead. I've seen it," and he's like, "No, Nathan." alive. And so, of course, Nathan's taken aback by this. And Peter's like, if we don't do something <laughs> to stop our dad, he's going to kill us all. And, you know, Nathan still is not fully believing Peter, even though he's seeing a very broken and bloody Peter in front of him. hmm And he's like, listen, Nathan, he put mom in a coma. And he's like, this is dad we're talking about here.
1: Which... To be fair, it's completely fair for Nathan to not believe this because of what he just went through with Maury. Mm Mm-hmm. Could have been an illusion, Pete. Yeah.
0: He's been seeing a dead Linderman this whole time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that too, yes. So. A a dead Linderman who suddenly won't take his calls, as it were. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And he just saw all that shit with Mohinder. He's had a wild fucking day. Okay, so.
1: He sure has.
0: Um. Claire gets a great line, believe me, dads aren't always what they seem, which applies to both of her fathers, so, (laughs) and Nathan's like, all right, well, tell me where he is then, I have to go talk to him, and Claire tells him, oh, he's at Pinehurst, which Peter didn't want to tell him, Peter's kind of like, why'd you tell him? (laughs) And Tracy has heard of Pinehurst before, she's like, oh, it's a, a... science tech company or whatever the hell she calls it biotech firm biotech firm thank you it's a biotech firm yep and peter's again like no 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 no, you're not going nathan and it's like okay you know what? don't worry pete i'll just give someone from the justice department a call and we'll just shut them down and they exit the apartment and tracy's like we're fucking going aren't we because <laughs> <laughs> she knows that nathan's not gonna just make a phone call and nope. he's like yeah we're going and he asked her how does she know what Pinehurst is? And she said that she was a consultant for them, wasn't she?
1: Uh, I've been a paid consultant um from uh yeah, Pinehurst for a year.
0: hmm So she's been a consultant for So the they department.
1: hooked up with her a lot earlier than some other people.
0: Yes. Her un- with her unknowing what they all were or what she could do even.
1: Oh, yeah, and it's, like, that's such a common thing for people like her, like, DC people, like, political, like, associates. Mm-hmm. They they get consultant fees from all the fuck over and don't do fuck all. Mm-hmm. They're just someone who the company could call if they needed to for a thing. But, yeah. Yes. So that doesn't mean anything.
0: And Tracy says, well, if you're going, I'm coming, too. So they're going to be heading yep. to Pinehurst.
1: You gotta say the sassy, the sassy girl thing Nathan says at the end. <laughs> what does he say? I didn't write down. Oh, just Tracy being all like, oh, like, how are we gonna, you know, get through the door kind of thing? And him just being like, oh, we don't have to worry about getting through the door because I plan on kicking them down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> er. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gotta get one zinger in when Noah gets the rest yes. of them in the episode. So
1: Absolutely. Yeah. How did he survive that fall? <laughs> it's all but
0: told to us now three times. Yeah. yeah. That Siler saved him by throwing he him out the window
1: it. and
0: cushioning his yeah.
1: fall. He But also, you know, knowing he had to hurt him a bit <laughs> to make it believable enough and yeah. Again,
0: underscoring the whole maybe he doesn't totally believe Arthur. He's got daddy issues. This is not the right freaking button to push
1: no no it is not so and i never fully viewed it like that until now mm-hmm. but it's a fun lens to view their future interactions through don't you think yes like siler's just coiled and waiting now essentially because <laughs> like he doesn't like his daddy <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at all no, no 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 yeah but um hero on and Endo, show up again just one more time yeah yes
0: we get to go back to africa With Usutu, Hiro, and Ando. And Usutu is mixing up a paste for Hiro. Because Hiro still refuses to go back in time on his own. So now Hiro is going to (laughs) go on a spirit walk. Much like good old Maddie Parkman. And so Usutu gives a bowl to Hiro. Bowl to Ando. Hiro like takes a bite. And he's like, meh. And Ando's like, no thank you. (laughs) And then Hiro's like, okay, now that I've had some of this delicious food you've offered me. He's like, how do I start? And he's like, well, you eat a paste that... Um, is a mixture of some brute that I didn't write down and hyena dung. Mm-hmm. And Andal's like, I'm real glad I did not just eat that.
1: <laughs> yeah, bullet dodged. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Hero's like, oh, I just ate that, didn't I? And then you wait. And then it takes like a few seconds for Hero's eyes to go white and he just, again, passes out. And Andal's like, oh my god, Hero shakes him. And he's like, well, what do we do now? And so- just like, I warned him if he didn't choose his path, it would be chosen for him. To be continued.
1: Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Masioka gets to join the White Contact Lens Club. Yeah. Several illustrious members. Many illustrious members, yeah. Oh, good golly gosh. It's villains next week. What? We're already in villains. Yes, I know. But there's also an episode called Villains. Wow. So if you were writing it down like a, like a, like, you know, with a, with a colon, it'd be like, 308, Villains, Villains. <laughs> <laughs> sure. yeah, Villains, Villains. A uh, highly divisive episode. It's funny how we keep saying that. <laughs> this, this volume. This is the one that uh, I always had to deal with people talking about. This, um, so
0: many casual people blame season two, but it's really this first half of season three. It's
1: really the first half of season three that's kind of shaky mm-hmm. and has some choices. But... We're going to Retconville next week. And uh, won't you join us? <laughs> Hong
0: Kong. We will argue next week over how much of a retcon it actually mm. is. Because we've, mm. we've danced around this for several episodes now. Yes.
1: And I was a lot more passionate about it when I was younger. I bet watching it again I'll be like, yeah, alright. Yeah. But yeah, we get all kinds of fun storylines next week. Um, which, okay. Uh, I, I don't know if this is I mean, like, yeah, it is spoilery. But we already know Siler's in next week, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's main cast. He's probably in it. Um, I, I love how in the beginning of this episode, when Isuzu is like, these are the villains you gotta learn about, bud. And I'm like, mm, point of order, sir. Hero already knows a lot about Siler. Um, he totally watched him kill his mom. Yes. Um, he totally killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, like... Does he really need to like see this particular moment? I don't think he does. Also, Siler's not the villain right now, so like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Through Hero's eyes, we're getting to do this, but <laughs> it's not necessary. Yeah. for Hero, yeah, it sets up stuff for the show for later, but for Hero right now in his journey, it's like Siler's not a fucking problem.
0: Isn't this also kind of like the realization for Hero? Like, wait, Siler's not dead. <laughs>
1: Um, is it because he's just seeing his past, and I and I guess maybe with that it's like oh, but it's important to know what L did, and L is an important figure, and I don't know. Well, it's just
0: because he shows we see that that four painting, the the triple or the whatever four people in the painting, and yeah, one yeah. is Tyler obviously, yeah. and so um, it's like yeah. all right, <laughs> that guy looks kind of familiar. Yeah. As he would point out, because he yeah. pointed that out for Maury, not Maury, Matt Parkman, earlier in the you episode. You are correct. Wouldn't he be like, that looks like the guy I totally stabbed in Kirby Plaza <laughs> and saved the day?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember how he's super dead and I was a hero. I'm a hero named Hero. And then I got sent to the past and all that, but also I totally accomplished the season one tasks. So what the fuck? Because he hasn't run into him again. No, 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 he has not. No, because Tyler's been very separate from everyone yes. else. Um... Throughout season two, and then he was only around like Mohinder and L, and then yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he's only just now getting his his hands dirty with other storylines mm-hmm. and other people. So, but yeah, here, well, okay, okay, um, okay though, um, I don't think Hero and Siler ever have another confrontation in the present.
0: No, that's wild. Hero has been given his own villain.
1: He has. And we will
0: see the the return of that.
1: It's also, he also has, like, a different one every volume, almost, too. Mm-hmm. So, but isn't that funny to say, though? Like, they fully do not have another interaction that takes place in the present. Yeah. Considering how big their big, like, showdown was in season one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's funny, right? Because it's like the, the Peter Mohinder thing. He's just like, oh, you're here. Okay, well, yeah, might as well. Whereas, <laughs> like, Hero is not at all responding to the Siler of it all. You're correct. That is kind of weird.
0: Because Ando oh. has admitted in the episode before, like they all look the same to me. I wouldn't be able to tell you from these weird paintings who they were. And yep. you know, yeah. Maybe he, maybe yep. he did think it was familiar, just couldn't place it. But who knows? Maybe.
1: I don't know. It's really interesting now that you're saying. But it, when though. you look
0: at the freaking Gabriel full gray out, he's in the Gabriel yep. gray Out, but he wouldn't recognize that when he went to go spy. Yeah, right. Because that's
1: what he fucking saw. He knows both sides of And him. the head cut open? That's really interesting. Maybe
0: there was, like, a deleted, like, scene that didn't even make it to the freaking DVD of, like, Caribbean being like, isn't that
1: Siler? Who knows, you know? Yeah, maybe, and they were like, we don't need this, this is obvious. This, the audience doesn't need this. I'm like, okay, but they do, though, because mm-hmm. this is, like, his season one, his, his, his baron, if you will, his villain, and, um, yeah, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Yep.
0: Again, we've yep. never said Isutu's name on the show. So, I mean, you know.
1: Uh, Oh, man, the minute you told me that, I've been just pissed.
0: I went, (laughs) I left it in the episode because I looked it up and watched every scene with him and Matt and he never says his name to Matt.
1: Does he ever even have it as, like, a title card? I did not. It always just says Hero and Ando somewhere in Africa. Yeah, I don't think he even has it as a title card anywhere. Bitch, that's messed up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. is really messed up. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I guess we'll see if we have a war of uh, retcon or not next week. Um, We might not. I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling. Um, So, (laughs) how argumentative I feel. True. Fair. Or if if I'm just sated by watching, you know, (laughs) classic Gabriel Gray in action. Because those scenes are pretty great. Mm -hmm. As someone who, you know, wrote extensively with that character and everything. Those scenes are pretty great. And other stuff happens too, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't remember the fully next time even. On e- the next time on Eclipse Girl, will tell you. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, we'll
0: have to wait for her to
1: read through everything. Yeah. She tells me what to expect. Mm-hmm. And we don't know yet. <laughs> no, not yet. I'll have to talk to her. <laughs> Until we, um... we talk to the next
0: time on Eclipse yeah. Girl, why don't we get into our socials? Yeah. So let me Let's... roll through those. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, we are at Eclipse Podcast. If you would like to follow our personal accounts, I am at that burb there. Burb with a B, like Bridget. Uh, Keisha (laughs) is at lady underscore snark, S-N-A-R-K. Anything interesting you've been tweeting about?
1: Um, Apparently I have not tweeted a single thing since last night, or since before last night, where uh, I just talk about how I feel like this episode is the seed for Petlar, and, uh... As I put it, their future uh, understanding. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So
0: you were very talky the about the episode last night on here, and
1: oh my god, yep. And the
0: Discord, you were talking as well on the Discord.
1: I was.
0: Join us there. Link will be in the show notes. You can also send us an email. We are eclipsepod at gmail dot com. Again, though, Discord is the best place to talk to us. Give us some ideas. We
1: oh, oop, oh what new news happening fucking while we're recording wait wait
0: wait okay what happened
1: (laughs) um oh fuck we need to save this for next week okay oh my god Rochelle what's happened um the very fucking thing we talk about Heroes was supposed to be Leonard Roberts' big break. Instead, it nearly broke him by Leonard Roberts on Variety.com. Oh, oh that's the fucking God.
0: We should talk about it now and then fucking end it back into the beginning.
1: So. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so long. Okay. okay hold on. Hold on. Up, hold up, on. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. All right.
0: <laughs> we are going to. I don't know how we want to do this.
1: Oh, my God. This is... Oh, my God. Yeah, he is going in.
0: Which I fucking feel wow. for, dude. um All right, let me finish ending the episode, and then we will decide how we want to do this. Okay.
1: Oh, this is gonna be... Th- fuck! This is a, a an extra episode, maybe? This is huge. All right, well... It's literally the race problem with heroes. It's what we've been talking about
0: for, like, episodes now.
1: Oh, my God. Okay,
0: and, like, our fucking justice for DL. Anyway yeah
1: yeah let's that'd be the name of the fucking episode all right well
0: you heard it here folks here wow. folks so there probably is going to be an extra episode after this because we do not mention it at all during the episode and i feel like it'd be weird to cut it in earlier so thanks for listening if you like us go find us where you find uh your podcast leave us a like subscribe etc give us a rating. I'm all thrown into out of sorts now after this coming out, right? As we're finishing. I know.
1: I'm looking at this like, oh my God. So, name, name, son. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, we'll uh-huh. see you shortly, I think, because we're going to be doing a bonus episode. I'm 100% sure. Uh, uh, b- bye
1: bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Next time on Eclipse, we go into the past. Or is it a real past? Or is it a recon past? Or, or is it stuff that happened that we didn't see and it was just off screen and, and then they'll make it work later? Or, you know, something like that. I don't know. We're going to get to see a bunch of cool little things with characters that we love, though, so tune in.